0: Love Talk Radio. Come get you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy. Start.
1: Now.
2: Hey, this is Brandon Barak from General Hospital. You're listening to Buzzworthy Radio. I'm Jason Thompson from General Hospital. You are rocking it with Navelle on Buzzworthy Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new edition of Buzzworthy Radio here on blogtalkradio.com and on buzzworthyradio.net. I'm your host, Navelle J. Lee. It is the last day of August, August 31st, 2010, 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time here on your computer. I'm very excited about our guest that's going to be joining us tonight after two years. trying to get this woman on the show. Two years, folks. She's joining us tonight for the very first time. Laura Wright from ABC Daytimes General Hospital will be joining us on the line in just a couple of minutes. I am, I'm very excited about this one. You know, again, it was definitely a guest that we been trying to get on for a long time, and we were able to finally make it happen. So I am very, very excited about that. So I'm looking forward to speaking with her in just a couple of minutes. Let me give you a rundown. Uh, first, exactly uh, what's happening on tomorrow's show. Uh, tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, 2.30 p.m. Pacific Time, we'll be joined by Lane Davies, who many fans remember from Santa Barbara as Mason Capwell. He'll be joining us tomorrow and dishing up with us about his role on the web series, The Bay, which, by the way, I want to give early, early congratulations to because it was announced on Sunday that the web series has been picked up in 19 countries and hasn't even aired online yet for television distribution, including Spain, the U.K., and Italy. Imagine getting picked up for television distribution for 19 countries. hasn't even started airing yet. Its first air date is September 15th. That's impressive. I think that's absolutely incredible. So we are going to be talking with him in regards to that show. I'm looking forward to... um, Seeing that one appear on our computer screens once that starts airing next month, so it, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys are too. You can visit it at www. So definitely uh, check that out. And I think that think that's the the shows that we have coming up. Yeah, I think so. And also, if you're not on the newsletter for the soap secrets thing, um, anything in Canada? I I'm I'm unaware of anything that's going down in Canada as of late. Uh, I do know about Daniel Goddard and Sean Kanan supposed to visit Canada. I don't remember what that day is supposed to be. Uh, once I get the information for that, I'll definitely let you guys know. Isn't uh, Lisa Cicero and Dominic Zampana? Supposed to hit uh, Canada, by the way? I think so. I'm not too positive of that, though, so keep me informed. So uh, I will definitely check back with you and get you some dates on that. The phone lines are open, by the way, so we are able to um, start taking some calls uh, right now. So if you want to get on the conversation, you can dial in at 646 4228 We also have a chat room up and running right now. So everybody's making their way into the room, as well as on Twitter. We are on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen, at Buzzworthy Radio. We might have some issues on Twitter that I may not get to see some of your questions because Twitter is acting funky and saying that it's over capacity. So keep trying. I'll keep like refreshing. Hopefully, I'll be able to see you guys, uh, your guys' questions at me. So definitely find me at Buzzworthy Radio. I'll do my best to make sure that um, you, your questions will get. Uh, We'll get answered. Let's uh, let's see who we got on the line here. 805, how are you? Area code.
3: Uh, it's Laura, so I hope you know how to say my phone number.
2: <laughs> I am not going to say your phone number.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: would never do that to you. How are you?
3: I'm pouring myself a glass of wine, just cut in from football practice. See? See, every time.
2: Every time I talk to her, she's always drinking wine. What is it out
3: <laughs> uh, and, hey, it's crucial to always having a smile on my face
2: <laughs> Well, hey, that's true I mean, look, I drink. if I can drink Kool-Aid all the time when I'm doing the show You can have a glass of wine that, that's, that's pretty right. much I just, how that's cool enough
3: That's the first time I'm sitting down, actually, all day
2: Really? Isn't this your vacation? Yes, yeah, go, go, go
3: Yes, but all it means is that i got stuff to do, like with the kids. <laughs> One gets to school, the other, you know, football practice, cheerleading practice. One goes to camp tomorrow. I had to help her get packed up. Then I had so much laundry. We reorganized a closet. Now my husband's making dinner while I'm having a glass of wine chatting with you guys. And then tomorrow I'm up at 630 to start all over again.
2: There you go. I had I a great intro plan for you that I did not get to use. Can I use it anyway now that I, even though I brought you on the line?
3: <laughs> okay, no, I don't care okay.
2: <laughs> My intro for her Was going to be this ladies and gentlemen Our guest tonight Basically made heads turn In 1991 when she came on the scene As Allie on ABC's Former soap Loving Which then trans- transformed Into the city in 1995 Where she played the role for an additional two years After the show cancellation In 1997 she made her way To Springfield As Cassie Lane on Guiding Light, former stripper who's the sister of the slut of Springfield who wound up marrying a prince and then fell in love with a former kidnapper. If she can't keep things interesting on that side, she definitely kept things interesting when she surprised fans, myself included, when she took over the role of Carly Parentos on ABC's General Hospital, which she's been playing for five years. Five years?
3: Has it been that long? Holy crap. It's been that long. And, and I do have to go back and correct you. I would not say she turned heads in 91. I still can't believe they kept me. (laughs) I had never acted before. I've never done anything but high school plays. I've, I own that first, uh, I own quite a few tapes of when I was on Loving and, um, whew. Those poor actors I had to work with. <laughs>
0: I loved you. I or love that love had to work about. with me, I should say. <laughs>
3: well, I think, you know, after a few years I learned something, but those first couple years were a little rough. <laughs> oh, yeah, Thank God you know, I was related to the major family. <laughs> and
2: The hair, the big hair, that's all I remember about it. You got something. My God, it was
4: like a coat.
2: Yeah, my God. Yeah, I mean seriously, huge hair during that show. It was like long locks. I was like, I mean, yeah. was your face gonna get lost in there somewhere?
1: When I
3: when I see old pictures, I'm like, oh my god, it's like I'm wearing a coat. It was so <laughs> much hair. And then when I worked with Paul Anthony Stewart, it was like always a scene about hair. So he always had to put his hair back in a ponytail because he's got naturally curly hair. So that, was, <laughs> that was a good time. Well, it has been a long time. It'll be 20 years next June that I've been doing daytime straight.
2: Wow. Well, congratulations. Yeah, I had
3: a three-month break. Thank you. I had a three-month break in between um, the city and Guiding Light, and I shot a pilot in Vancouver during those three months.
0: Hmm.
3: So, yeah, I've I've never had a break, man.
0: (laughs)
2: I'm kind of glad about that because if you didn't, we we wouldn't be seeing you now on General Hospital. And by the way, I I did get a Twitter comment a few days ago, and a friend of mine found out you were coming on the show. He definitely wanted me to pass along a message to you. He wanted me to say that he thinks you're sexy. And before I tell you who it is, before I tell you who it is, what's your opinion on that statement? (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, it depends on who said it no um, <laughs> um well, that's just very nice i I think it's nice to hear um it, it, you know it's so funny because it's an odd question but in, in this medium it, it is important to it, certainly to try and portray um a character that that um has sexuality because it's our medium. But, you know, when you have an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old at home and you are running to football practices and you go to this normal life, it is very interesting. So uh, I'll take it. You know, I'm not getting any younger, so I'll take it every time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, Daniel Goddard from the Younger Wrestlers was actually the one that said that.
4: Oh! Oh,
3: wow. Really?
2: Yeah.
3: Yes, yes. All right. Yes. Well, tell him. I said, thank you very much.
2: I See, I'm even
3: pass- more. Um, I'm even more flattered. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, he was the one that said it. He was the one that said it. Came out and said, "Tell her I think she's sexy." So I was like, "I will do my best oh, to pass wow. along the message." Yeah. Oh, wow. Um,
3: maybe, maybe I'll have to talk to him at the next Emmy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's so cool.
3: So,
4: so, so, how are you? You know, how how are you?
2: You know, this is your first time here. You know, like I said before, you got here. We've been trying to get you here for two years, and we finally got you here. So how are you? Besides the fact you've been running around rampant. <laughs>
3: I'm great. Um, That's good. Having a good time. I I love yeah. the love love the job. Love the character. Love the move I made out west. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
3: You know, it's a, it. Gosh, it's it's a good time. I love the character. And, you know, what's so funny is that I left work the other day. I knew I had a little over two weeks off. And I got these great scenes. I had to work with Kelly in the morning. And then I had these scenes with Bradford who plays Spinelli. And mm-hmm. um, it was the first time in a long time that, um, you know, I, I try to always make Carly um, convince Spinelli to do what she wants through putting her hands on his legs or getting really close to his mouth when she talks to him, you know. So, And, and we came up with that, Bradford and I, because we're like, you know, I, he would so fall for it, and she would so use her sexuality to get him to do what she wanted him to do. And uh, <laughs> so we, we had those type of scenes again, and it was super fun leaving work. I, I felt like
1: we
3: we we really went for it. So I felt like when we left, I mean, to the point where I really wanted to grab him and kiss him, but they wouldn't let me. <laughs> I'm like, just let me... Make sure my son's not supposed. To, my son's not around. Okay, I said, somebody stick my tongue in his throat," you know, and they're like, "Uh, no." <laughs>
1: no. But, and then
3: just walk out of the room, you know, just 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 to make sure I got him right where I want him. Um, <laughs> and, and it was so fun because I, afterwards, like I'm taking my hair down and changing my costume and putting on my shorts and T-shirt and flip-flops and heading in my car back home, and I just felt like you know an actor leaving the theater. Taking the costume off and then putting on her clothes and going home, you know, it just was a really interesting feeling that I had leaving work on, uh, last Thursday. So. I
4: love it. And I love
3: it. I have such a great time with her. And like, you know, today's air show was Carly completely manipulating Lulu and, um, and lying to her, you know, somewhat telling the truth, but lying to why she hired Brooke and and I just love that that's what Carly would do, you know. It's, you know, it, she's definitely the character that, that you love to hate, and oh, you know, absolutely. how much fun is that for me?
2: Absolutely. I mean, this this role is pretty much the best role that you have played out of all the roles that you have had. And I was a huge Kathy Lane advocate. This is coming from a guy that pretty much worshipped Kathy Lane's feet, and <laughs> no joke. And. Taking over the role of Carly, I, I just don't know what happened. It just seemed like something like transformed when you took over the role. I mean, I love Sarah Brown. I'm not knocking my Sarah Brown, but when you took it over...
4: Oh,
2: I no, I love Sarah. We, I love Sarah, the death. None not to Sarah, but you came in, you took it over, you just made the role your own. And I think that's pretty much what well, I love about this character.
3: But it's funny because... um, when, when it all went down, and the role was offered me, and I turned it down at first because I was so terrified to leave the East Coast and, and my job and our, um, something's beeping. Please, give me something on fire in the oven. Um, and I was afraid to leave, you know, and, and uproot my family. And, and it was really hard leaving Guiding Light. You know, I knew, everyone knew it was starting to, you know, take a different turn. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, everyone saw the budget cuts and people asking for pay cuts and it was all very difficult. Um, but the one thing that I never doubted for one second was that I could play the character. Oh Because to me she was Scarlet. she was this modern day Scarlet O'Hara, you know. And I loved it. And I like
1: that.
3: And I love her relationship with, with, with Steve Burton, you know. I love working with Steve. I love the Jason Carly relationship. I love the Sunny Crowley relationship. And I love Carly Jacks. So I think they're all still, great. So they're I'm all very different types of relationships.
2: Still itching for the Sonny Carly reunion. I'm sorry. I am. Um, Are you I really? I am. Um, I, I do. I am. I'm sorry. I am looking for the Sonny Carly reunion. Well, it's even though hard with, with- even though Vanessa's back, I kind of, I'm kind of itching for something. I'm itching for Sonny and Carly. I'm well,
3: itching. It's, it's hard with, with, with Maurice and I because we're very different than Sarah and Maurice were, you know, with her, Carly, and then Tamra, you know, Carly and with Tamra and Sonny, which was a huge love story as well. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
3: But Maurice and I have been really good exes, which is funny. Like, we do really love... To play the exes that love to, you know, give each other crap and, you know, get all get mad at each other and still try and tell each other what to do, make fun of the other person they're with. Um, which we had scenes that I shot with Maurice last week that were really about me going, "What the hell are you doing with Claire? Oops, let me guess. You know, it didn't work out with Brenda. <laughs> you know, like." And then he's like, "Why are you doing this?" And 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 Maurice and I had a great time um, doing those scenes because. That is the you know fun life stuff that we get to do while you know in in between the you know Carly Jacks drama and you know Lulu you know if I say one more day that if I one one more time that Dante's going to pay I mean I'm going to scream and believe me I cut that out of my I've cut almost all of them out of my script. So if you're sick of hearing me say it, that's how many more times I was supposed to say it.
2: Nice. It's
3: like, oh my God, I'm like, uh, I'm not saying they're going to pay again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's clear. I think we, yeah, we it's have just the like idea. if I say Jason's my Do best I have to friend. Say it anymore? <laughs> oh, no, I won't. Or if I say Jason's my best friend one more time. We know, we know. <laughs> um,
2: That's not the obvious anymore. I love it.
1: Well, yeah,
3: it's just like you know, overkill. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's fun. She's a great character. She's she is a blast, and and I just was super excited to run with it, you know, and I and let me and. You know, um, I love the Jacks carly pairing. I think that was a great way to soften her a little, you know, because you do. You When you have a character that is so big and bold and, and can be harsh and, and, and rip someone's head off, at the same time, you need to see the other side of that. You know, you, you need to see that that kind of personality and, and that kind of um, wall and aggressiveness actually comes from the complete insecurity and fear of um, not being loved. Yeah. And so it's a nice balance to be able to to find the moments of I'm so aggressively protective and needy of Jason because truly she believes that her world would fall apart without him. You know, there, to, there's always the other side of the coin to her aggressiveness, aggression, um, and And loudness, <laughs> the other side of that is the the little girl that you know doesn't want to lose the people she loves right and I, you so. know, I, and, and I, and I love the, that i love I love finding that I love the
2: fact that you know Carly is one of those characters that tries to do the right thing for the right reasons, but it always turns out to be the wrong thing for the right reasons you know she she's a character right, yeah, she goes
3: about it all wrong.
2: She does, but she, you know, she's always, but you can always depend on her to stick up and stand up for everybody that she loves, especially when it comes to her children, uh, her best friend Jason, you know. She will always be there for them, and in spite of the fact that she goes about it wrong, at least she is doing something to protect them, which is why I also like about this character.
3: Right. You know, she has
2: flaws. She, everyone on General Hospital has flaws. Hello. Oh, they've done. <laughs> No doubt. Oh, I I wish
3: we could be more flawed. Quite like, frankly, I wish we could be more flawed. I wish I wish we could go even further with um with it because I I believe 100 that that's that that's life. You know, whenever you hear anyone go, oh, that one has it's like really, because I got a cousin or two <laughs> that it's happening with. So, you know, it's it's that's life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Have you uh have you had I had I have to ask you, have you had scenes with Vanessa Marcel Venezzo yet? I have, have you, not,
3: and that is the number ooh. one question. I have not I've seen her, I've watched her, but she I have not. Um her character as of I it I get when I get back um mm-hmm. different. But when I left when uh when the last time you see me in Port Shawsburg on vacation and it probably doesn't go anywhere, you just don't see her for the week, um that's Vanessa finally gets to Port Charles, like, this week.
2: Oh, okay. So she's in
3: Rome for a long time. So um, Carly knows that she's a she's, – this week Carly hears about her, and then there's a little bit of interaction with her via a telephone call by accident. Um, but other than that – and that was even taped on different sets. So Vanessa and I have not gotten to say hi on set at all. I've seen her downstairs in the, in the building – But we have not gotten to work together. Say hi. Say boo. We haven't got to say anything. I can't imagine anything that Carly's going to hate more than Vanessa or Brenda being, you know, in in town. (laughs) Well, it's just like she's connected to every single one of her men, you know, which is hilarious. Uh, I know. She's you know, I mean, it's so funny. Like, probably go on her,
2: the defensive when she's back in town. Jack, Sunny, oh, Andy. Carly's worst
3: nightmare is going to. She's just going to hurt. You know, can't you imagine? She, her hair is going to just stand on, it and then she's going to like run through a wall, and you're going to see her body like through the wall as she runs through the door. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you know, Brenda's coming to town. <laughs> like, and it's, it's like, know, and I and I've I've played a little bit of it, and it's pretty close to that.
2: <laughs> it's pretty close to that. It's like you know. Trying to bring down Lulu and, and Dante is bad enough. Now having to deal with Brenda adding on to, like, holy crap, what the hell? <laughs>
3: well, see, I 100% feel that I I really have no problem justifying the whole da- Dante thing. Well, that's worse. Whenever, pe- whenever people are like, oh, well, you know, you're so mean to him, I'm like, oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah.
4: He's earned
1: it. No, I'm kidding. And it's really funny because
3: I love Dominic. It's hilarious. And he goes, every time I walk in a room, you give me a dirty look on set. And I'm like, I have to. Carly hates you. I love you, man, but Carly hates you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And I do. Like, every
3: time he walks in the room, I'm like, you're here. (laughs) It's like, oh. Do I, so, so how does this work? Do I do I get to answer questions from from fans?
2: Yes, you do, and they are on the line <gasps> I ready. do, you, you do, yes, you do. Are um, they I, are they
3: like totally gonna like you know just totally kick my butt and tell me I'm like you know I'm evil? <laughs> uh, you're evil. Well, That's all right.
1: Right. I can take it. If
2: they
3: it.
1: didn't
2: say you were evil, then you're not doing a job right.
3: Oh no, You're I right. don't care. I'm I'm like, bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on? Hold on All
1: one right. second, killing my dog are... Yeah, you my kids it. are back
3: behind behind me making mashed potatoes and my dog's barking. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> yes, you guys. She said bring it on. So you know, we're gonna bring it on. My chat room people are right now shouting that they love you, Laura. And we love you uh as as Carly. And I'm pretty much now gonna go ahead and start taking some people. So Caller from uh, the Chicago, Illinois area, 773. You're on the line with Buzzworthy and Laura Wright. How are you? Uh, name?
1: This is Rita. Hi. Am Hi. I actually talking Hi. to Laura Wright? Am I talking uh, to yeah, Laura Wright? I you going. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Are. I've got about three or four questions to ask you, <laughs> if I may. Number one, um, how was it like, may I ask you, how was it like working with uh, Randolph Hmm. Oh,
2: Randy?
3: Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's a question from the past. I love working with Randy. Randy was hilarious. Randy could go to the bathroom and come back with, like, ten stories. I'm like, how did that happen to you? You just peed.
1: (laughs) He's pretty funny. Well, I is super fun. I I've never had um I've always had trouble watching CBS, but I know for a fact that who was the one I can't remember his name, but he worked with you he on uh Loving in the City and was that the same person that worked with you on guiding light? I I kind of had trouble uh, watching. the he then? Yeah, yeah. Is that his name? Paul <laughs> yeah.
3: He played Casey on Loving, and then he played. Oh gosh, who? So Danny. Danny on Guiding Light. Danny Santos. Yeah.
1: Well, he must have liked working yeah. with you. Uh, because I think your chemistry was uh, so. good together.
3: He acted like it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So my next you, question is a good is, friend of mine actually you I, is, I are you me? Oh, okay. That sounds yeah, right. I I I I don't find that unusual that you can make friends. Um my next question is when how did you make the adjustment going to general hospital and working with all these big names? I I heard you were a little bit nervous when Sarah Brown came in, and she liked your performance and you making Carly your own. Remember when she came in? Can you hear um, me?
3: um, He – oh, gosh. um, I – how did I make the adjustment? I – you know, it was definitely an adjustment and a little tough, but – awesome. You know, it was life-changing for our my family, you know, to move west. And um, working with the people I worked with, um, you know, I am super excited to work with Maurice and Steve and Ingo and Kelly and, yet you know, um, nervous, you know, walking into any new place and meeting people and going, gosh, you know, you, you hope they like you. And is it going to be totally different because it's East Coast versus West Coast? But It it turned out to be great. And I was. I was a little freaked out. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, it's kind of weird. Sarah Brown's coming back. But I have to say that she, and I always give her credit for this, she just, she made me feel extremely comfortable. You know? And and then I absolutely loved working with Sarah. Loved it. She she was super fun, kind, and, and a really great actress to work with. I always had a great time with Sarah. Love it. Listen, Rita, I know you had, I know you had a
2: couple more uh, uh, questions for, for Laura, but we're going to uh, take some more calls because my switchboard is lighting up. It's lighting up. Um, so um, definitely uh, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, we got uh, Joanne who's calling from Florida. My girl Joanne, what's up? How are you?
4: Hey hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hi there. Hi, Laura. How are you?
3: I'm good. How are you?
4: I'm um, good. Now we actually met before. Um, I actually interviewed you the last Super Soap Weekend. How much do you miss that?
3: I desperately miss Super Soap Weekend. It was such a great time. It was so fun and so exciting, every actor so go that when we knew the phone calls were coming in for the invitation. Everyone was so afraid that we were, you, you know, like, I remember when Julie got her, aunt, her the last um, one, Julie got her um, call that asked if she would go in my dressing room. And I am like, oh, my God, they haven't called me. And Julie's like, oh, what if they don't ask you? And I'm like, oh, my God, like, everybody so badly wanted uh-huh. to be asked. And then, like, you know, two seconds later, they called me, and I'm like, oh, yes, of course. We had such a great time. Um, you know, I... I I, I hope that one day they bring it back by pop popular demand you know I really do
4: well the fans are, are uh, let's say it's not for lack of trying because I know that once it was over there were several groups and emails and bombardments of uh, um, snail mail sent to the powers that be to bring it back and Bob Guinea was pretty much you know uh, um, on board with that as well um, it would be nice to, for that to come back because I believe that there's just not enough fan events now um, versus taking away uh, Super Soap weekend. Um On a different note, other than soaps, when I spoke to you that weekend, you were just getting started with Standing Sun Wine. So now you're full out there, you're doing appearances, you're doing all kinds of stuff with it. Tell me how that how that has been for you.
3: Oh gosh! The wine is um, super exciting and and it, it's going really, really well. Um, I mean I couldn't be more pleased with it. Um, we, um, we, <laughs> sorry. we uh, made four hundred fifty cases our first year. now we've made nine hundred and fifty, and I uh, am going to Chicago to um, be doing a wine tasting in Chicago in November and then Myrtle Beach, um, closer to the end of November. And it's, it's great. You know, the wine, it, it, people are really like it and really excited about it. And, and we're super excited about it, too, because, you know, um, we moved up to this great area. Um, it's about a bunch of wonderful winemakers, and it's big wine country up here. And uh, it's so funny, I never even thought about taking it on the road, and so mm-hmm. many people... We're interested in it, and we're like, you know, can we get any wine? Can we taste it? Can you sell it? And I'm like, oh, gosh, well. And it was really the demand for people, people's interest that really um, pushed us to get into becoming wine winemakers and having our own brand, and now we've opened our own winery up here in San Inez and um, it's, you know, doing really well.
4: Magnificent. Now, can this be found in any stores other than your, your website?
3: Um, not at this moment, because we are selling so much fr- from our, our own website that we don't really make enough at this point to be um, with distributors and liquor stores at this time. So it's okay. one thing we're slowly trying to get to.
4: Well, congratulations. Much success uh, with the winery and, of course, uh, with uh, your character, Carly, on General Hospital. And it was really nice talking to you again. Thanks. Thank you, Thank you Belle. Nice talking
2: to you. Thanks, Joanne. Okay. Bye. Bye. Lover has her Have their own show here on on Blog called Stardust Radio. Check it out, you guys. Uh, uh, the, the, one of the questions I, I did want to ask you, um, I know. Um, again, you know, the, the huge guiding light was on the air. That is that is still off the air, and transitioning from Guiding Light to uh, General Hospital. Um, there were uh, comments, rumors circulating in regards to your relationship with Kim Zimmer. Uh, have, have you spoken to her um, it, it, since you've been at General Hospital um, in passing? Cause I know oh, my she's gosh, a yes.
3: We've been to dinner. No, we've been to dinner. We did a soap cruise together. Um, I am and really great, super close with Kim Zimmer. Facebook friends, follow each other on Twitter, like she's just starting on One Life to Live, send her a big congratulations. Yeah, she's, um, you know, I never had any issues with Kim. Um, You know, it, I mean, when I put on guiding, I mean, on general hospital, it was, you know, to this day I'll get a text from her, miss you, sissy. She still can call me her sister. You know, we're extremely, extremely close. Well, that's cool. She's a good, I'm
2: glad good girl. love Kim Zimmer. I'm glad she's joining a, another show. So, yeah, I'm glad that uh, – Yeah, I can't show. wait
3: to see um, – I can't wait to see how all that goes down.
2: It's going to be interesting. For what I understand, it's supposed to be really, really good. Looking forward to that. Uh,
3: and, yeah, and she gets to work with Jerry Verdorn, who I know that, you know, Kim – they worked on Getting Life Together and – and Gina Tonioni's there, so, you know, it will be like going home for her.
2: Now, how about um, another one of your former uh Eye like cast members? Do you still keep in touch with Beth Ellers at all as well?
3: I have not spoke to Beth Ellers in a long time. Um, it's been about maybe a year. So um, I have no idea what's going on with Beth.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Do you? <laughs> uh-huh. I, I,
2: when was it? Last year was the last time I heard from her. Um, you know, yeah, she, I know okay. she was on All My Children, and um, you know we haven't seen her after that. After I've spoken to her, so no. No, I it's funny. Happened.
3: Beth is so intelligent and so talented, and I, I, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if Beth turned up doing some, becoming a doctor. I mean, she's. That's that's what Beth would do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for sure. Uh please. Yeah. I mean that's just Beth. should go change the world somehow.
2: We'll see. I hope so. And uh, I wonder what this caller from Washington <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wonder what this caller from Washington has to say. So four two five, there you go. You're online Washington with
3: Washington
2: State or D C? Washington, Washington
0: State. State. Oh my god, Brandon, thank you so much. Oh my god. Laura, I
2: Brandon.
0: love you. I'm not Brandon,
2: though, no, but thank you. Oh, sorry. I <laughs> I... I'm the I'm Okay,
0: I have fell in love with you ever since you got in days, loving date, but when you bought calling at General Hospital, it was like the best thing you could have ever done for yourself, in my opinion, because you bring it so good, and I just... Well, I ask you, will you and be fighting, like, for the rest of your life over this? Because I'm on your side. What she did was wrong, wrong, and I hate Dante too. Oh, and oh, I want you to give us Spinelli. I mean, I love you and Bradford. Oh, you want me to give us
3: Spinelli? Yes, yeah, I I, I mean, I mean, come on, oh, Sunny. That'd be hilarious. I mean, Sunny
0: is busy with Brenda coming back, and Jack's doesn't really deserve you after she did all the whole thing too with Michael. And so, um, yeah, I think you and Spinelli, um um, you know, need to be together, but my question was well, I just about have a question
4: you. for you. I have a
3: question for you. Yeah. Do you really think Spinelli's man enough for Carly? Oh, here we <laughs> we we're,
0: we're, we're okay. I think it could tune into
3: more. I myth. don't want to say well, not manly.
0: Yeah, but, but um, you guys
3: could be I, like I the Miss. I do to say that um, I think that she might so easily have her way with him that she's, yes. you know... Uh, uh.
0: Yeah, 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 but oh, and my one more other question that I've been dying to ask you for so long is when you and Jason are in a scene together and sometimes you guys look like you're going to be laughing... Do you guys just say, do you um, go from the script or do you just, Can you know Carly so well, do you just say whatever comes out of your mouth? Because I think that, I mean, you and Jason are hot um, when you guys are in the scene and talking and you guys can be laughing one second and then he's waiting to kill you Can you made another mistake in your life.
3: Are you talking about uh, the character Jason, or yeah. Steve Burton yeah. plays Jason? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, we don't usually venture off script too much, but I do. Steve and I do work really well together, and and we really um, care about the, the Jason Carly relationship, and it's just so easy. I mean, you know, Steve knows that that I would be there for him a hundred. 10% in a scene and vice versa. It's a scene that I, you know, the scenes that we had when Michael went to prison were just amazing car adjacent scenes. And yeah, they were. They
0: were fine. And I fine. worked
3: so, thank you. We, we worked real, I mean, I don't want to say we had to work so hard. It just, we were so already emotionally invested that we just were there and it was great. Um, but, I, I mean, there we really do tend to stick to script. Um, it's hard not to. You know, it's not improvisational. Class. It's, and we have to move so quickly. And the, and the shots have to be precise because we shoot so quickly now and do so many scenes in a day. that for us just to have free reign to just start saying whatever we want and then nobody would really know what we were doing. Um, I think it's just trusting each other as actors in a scene. And, and we really enjoy working with each other. You know, well, some,
0: some yeah, you guys
3: situations all the that best. Aren't easier than others.
0: Um, oh, okay. and yeah, oh, and if I don't ask this um um I do a um a blog talk on daytime after dark and my co-host will kill me if I do not ask you because he was a big um guiding line fan. Um, were you um were you sad to find out that Tammy died on screen? On Guiding oh, when okay when yeah, they... I have
4: a story I have an interesting story with this.
3: Um, I text Stephanie Gachet who played Tammy out of the blue mm-hmm. one day. I sent her a text, Hey, what's up? How are you doing? And the text that came back was Laura Tammy dies today.
1: <gasps>
3: and I was like, Oh my God! And so I, you know, what, 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 you know? And she calls me instead. And she tells me the whole story, and I said, I am so glad that I didn't play that. I wanted no part of that. I, it yeah. about killed me when I did the storyline where Richard died. Oh, oh
0: you were great oh, yeah. then. You were um, great
3: then.
1: You it, were... That would have been,
3: it just would have been really. Don't throw that away. It would have been really difficult for me to play that story. Um, I mean, I'm telling you, when Richard died on Guiding Light, you can ask uh, my husband. I would come home and he'd be like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "No." Um, yeah, I was because like, no. Um, no, and you then did... when and then when Michael was shot on the uh, hospital, yeah, that was a little tough for me too, but. But nothing like the death, you know. I mean, those
4: scenes mm-hmm. where
3: someone dies, especially when they die and they leave the show, like when Bradley died on Guiding Light or Richard yes. died. And Bradley left the show. Mm-hmm. So the character, the character, um, the char- yeah, the character um, is go- dies and then the actor's gone. There's such a huge feeling of loss there, especially with Bradley, because I worked with him for so long. So yeah, if and... If I had to play The Death of My t- Daughter on Guiding Light, um, that that would have been... Um, it's mentally really tough what we put ourselves through, so that that would have been a really hard one for me. Well,
0: I just thought um, the I whole micro... Yeah, I thought when you did the whole micro-suiting, I was into every day watching, thinking, oh my gosh, she's bringing her A-gain to this. She's doing so well, and she's you know, keeping calm, but when you finally went off on Kate doing the whole micro-suiting, I was so proud of you. I'm like, Kate does not need to be here. Carly does not need this. Sunny should have Kaylee. So I thought you should have got an Emmy for when Michael was taught. I thought they were all blind and stupid for not giving you an Emmy because you and um, Steve and Moniece and everyone brought their game to micro-suiting and you guys are all got Emmy's value. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much.
3: Uh,
0: yeah, thank, thank you. Very you. Much. Oh, yeah, thanks for taking my call.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much. Okay.
0: Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.
2: Bye. You know, one of the things that we also were uh, talking about, um, most of us on, on Twitter and in my chat right now, was the What If episode that you did. With uh, Cameron Matheson, says, what, if Carly, what if Carly met Ryan Lavery? And I thought that was a very hot episode. It really was. Because it, it just seriously, it just, it it still could work if Ryan was in Port Charles or if, if Carly was in, in Pine Valley. Oh,
3: absolutely. I and I always, two. I love Rebecca. I love Rebecca. And I'm like, I think Carly needs to take on a little bit of Greenlee and give her, a piece of her mind, a little taste for her medicine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that seriously was a great. And, a great
3: and Rebecca else. would agree. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: it was. I, Cameron and I had a blast work, working together. And Frank Valentini, who directed it, was so much fun. He's the executive producer of One Life. And um, we just had a blast. We had so much fun. And I told them, please let me do more. Um, and Cameron was great. Like we went over the script and we adjusted it, you know, to a little age appropriate appropriateness. Um, and um, we just had a good time. Like Cameron and I just laughed and the great. It was so like, so much fun working out of your comfort zone, um, comfort zone yeah. or what you're used to going into work every day doing, you know. And um, we had a great time. We were super excited.
1: And I think they're all
3: fun. Like, I'm having a good time watching all of them. I loved um, uh, Cassie DePiava's. I thought hers was hilarious.
1: Hers
2: was hilarious, the singing episode. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, Of course, I was a huge fan of the um, uh, Kelly Monicas and Michael Easton's because, you know, that was a nice nod to uh, my poor Charles love of of Lizzie and uh, Caleb. So, you know, it's great. I love it. Mm -hmm love it it's a great it was a great idea i hope they do some more and it is a great
3: idea and you know what it it certainly doesn't hurt for them to try and mix it up and do stuff like that you know we're right around the corner now from all my children and and it's you know what whatever it takes you know it's why not
2: yeah exactly It's it's right now um before we take this next call you know um you know, we we just lost, getting like like I said earlier in the show, we're about to lose as the world turns on the 17th. We're now down to 12, no 11 episodes that are left of the show, and uh, you know, so it's just yeah, that's pretty much what my question was going to be. Like when you hear like stuff like that, how does it, you know, incorporating that into your mindset when you hear like another show, another piece of daytime history is going off the airwaves. Like, how does that feel as an actor when you hear something
4: like that? Well, as a New York
3: City actor, I mean, I have to tell you, you know, I moved there when I was 20, and my first show was Loving, and then I did that for seven years and Guiding Light life for eight, and I miss New York, and, and to know, and I have many friends that are actors on every level from, you know, um, off-Broadway off to Broadway to daytime, you know, to Law & Order. Um, it's it, it sad. It makes me very sad to to know that, that, you know, you want to go to New York as an actor and learn, and I feel like it's the best place to start. I, it was a great experience, personally, professionally, and just to know, I mean, so, not just actors, but crew, I mean, you've lost um, Guiding Light, Admiral Turns, Another World, I mean, those are three shows, all my children just left, I mean four shows, four daytime shows that, that you know, employed actors and producers and props and grips and sounds and camera guys. I mean, it's just, it's a bummer for the city
0: <clears throat> on
3: every level. And, um, and it is. It's like, gosh, you know, East Coasters, you know, there's East Coast actors that, that don't all want to move west immediately. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I, I just, I think it's awful. I, think, I hate it with everything because I just know it was such a you know, I, was, I look at these young kids. I always say this now when I see – even though our young kids are so great. And, but you see these young kids come in, and, man, if they can't step on the set, learn two shows, be able to learn two shows and not go up and take kick, kickouts, you know, if, if, as long as they don't make us stay late or go over our out time because for every single show on daytime right now, it's about money. And time is money. And, right, exactly. And, and so, um, you know, if these kids come on and they're not perfect out of the bat, you know, everyone, you're wondering, oh, well, what do we do? When I started, my God, I mean, we seriously could do it over four and five, six, seven, eight times until we got it right, you know, or until someone would come down and talk to me and the producers would direct me to a scene and I – I I mean, thank God that I had the patient, wonderful, talented actors that helped me. Those kids don't get it now. None of them do on any show. If you don't walk Sorry. in the door perfect, there's someone behind you. I mean, right behind you. And you'll be recasted. And and God that's it's so hard on these young kids. Yeah, and I'm is. just so grateful. I mean, I started I started when Every weekend that I had in New York was at a softball game. We were, Loving would play One Life to Live, or we would play, all, I mean, it was a community. Daytime was a big family,
4: oh, and absolutely.
3: it was great. And, you know, it's just not, that's just not how it is anymore. And, and it's just a bummer. It's it, it's awful. But I, I will say that As It Will Turns, you know, I, I love that show. I love the actors. I think it's a great cast. I love the producer. I love the directors. Um... I desperately want Michael Parks on Drawn Hospital to play opposite Carly. <laughs> Big time. I keep telling the writers, You gotta get me Michael Parks. I want that guy. I adore him. I love Mar West. I'm super excited that she's on Young and the Restless. Young and the Restless, um, yeah. Two, they're two of my favorite actors. Two of my favorite actors on daytime. Um I you know, I mean, who's gonna be able to handle Young and the Restless? You've got Mara West and Michelle Stafford. Oh, I mean, don't, please. <laughs> don't get me started. Go get that, me started. That, oh, please. <laughs> I love that show. I, I, and I love those girls. I love them personally and professionally. But um, So anyway, you know, I, I yeah. just find it to be sad and disappointing and a lot of out-of-work people all around.
2: I couldn't, definitely, I definitely couldn't agree with you more. You know, World Times was the, the show I first started, so seeing it you know, getting ready to leave the it It's hard, and like you said, you know, at more of a professional level, now knowing most of those actors out of work, you know, it's it's very difficult. Um, you know, they've been a part of that show for several, many, many years. Um, most have been a part of it since its beginning, and, you know, it's going to be, it's very hard. It's very hard to lose a show. Well, and
3: it's so sad for the city. I mean,
4: when you're a young,
3: upcoming actor, you know, you always, you know, you get... It's just like, what do these kids do now in New York? You know, it's just a bummer, man.
4: Yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. We got um, Brandon uh, from
5: Texas on the line joining us. How are you, sir? Hey, Navelle, how you doing? Good, good, good. Miss is How are you, ma'am?
3: Hi there, how you doing?
5: I'm doing very well. i I, I got to tell you, I'm your biggest fan. I've loved you ever since the Loving Days and I, I think you, I thought you were amazing on oh. Guiding Light. You were, you're amazing on General Hospital. Uh, I, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned Loving in the City, and and I want to tell you that I was a huge fan of, of your work on the City and and the show in general. And I was just wondering if you could talk about that experience a little bit. You know, when when you guys started, everybody was just aghast that you were using handheld cameras and you were, you know, doing lots of location shoots. And now, if you if you watch all the shows in primetime, the shows like The Office and and Friday Night Lights and all these shows were using handheld cameras and doing exactly what you guys were doing 15 years ago. And, and
3: Yeah, we and, were way before our time, huh?
5: You know, it's, it's so funny, and, and I'm just wondering if you could talk about that experience a little bit. Um,
3: you know, it was, it was really interesting. Um, our sets were four walls. We didn't have booms like we were used to. We were all mic'd in our hair. The men were mic'd in their ties. Um, we could never talk in a hug because that would ruffle the sound. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the guys, everything was steady cam or handheld. We did have some floor cameras, but they just had to make sure that, you know, they couldn't be seen. Uh, and we did a lot of location shooting in New York. It was a great experience. It was a good time. Um, it was a bummer it didn't work, I think. I think, you know, the reason why it didn't work is that time slot has just always been Sure. Just always been a tough one. And, and and it has, you know. Um
4: that time slot is
3: um it's uh before us was Ryan's Hope and I think that was probably the best I think that was probably the best show that we had. Um you know, Ryan's Hope was great and, and and loving was super fun but it was and then you had this day to say in before Charles, so you know, I don't know what it was. I always felt like they would have put our say they would have put the city on at um they would have bumped all the shows up and put the city on. If it was only half an hour at two thirty or three thirty, then we would have probably had the the viewers that they were looking for, you, you know?
5: know? Sure. Uh, so were you guys just, just heartbroken when that when that show was taken off the air, or did you kind of always know that you were fighting an uphill battle from day one?
3: Well, you know, I was 27 when that show went off the air, and I would have never left a show probably if it weren't for someone kicking me out the door to go try something else. So I remember when that show, a couple people were like, couldn't believe that I wasn't as devastated. But, you know, as an actor, you're looking for the next job, you know. It's like, and I booked a pilot, I shot the pilot, and, and I kind of felt like, and I, you know, this is who I am. I always go, you know what, then there's something else around the corner for me. I'm never the person that says, oh, this sucks, isn't it awful, I can't believe this, this sucks. I would never, you know what, I had a great run, it was seven years. Uh, Who who can usually ask for that? Seven years was a great experience with a lot of great people. Time for me to go do something else. Time for all of us to go do something else, clearly. So it it was sad that I wasn't going to see those people anymore, um, you know, on on an everyday basis. But, you know, three months later, I walked into the studios at CBS and started my next chapter. So, you know, I just chalked it up as being lucky enough to have that experience. Life goes on. Yeah, you know it does. And at 27, it was like, bring it on! I, I'm gonna, I can't wait. And then I did. I got to go to Vancouver and shoot a pilot with a group of young actors. John Cameron Mitchell was one of them, so I got to work with him. Wow. Okay. And um, I had a, I had a blast. You know, I mean, I think being in this business, you just have it's, it's daytime. You get used to being steady work to an extent. But in any other medium. Film, primetime pilots, so, you know, primetime dramas or sitcoms, and theater. You know, daytime's the only one that actors probably live there for years. You
5: know. Absolutely. Well, I just have one more quick question for you. Your old co-star Michael Weatherly is now a huge star in primetime on on NCIS. Do you do you still cross paths with him from time to time? Do you still keep in touch?
3: You know, we have said hello to friends, and and I've heard that he's. He was on Regis and Kelly and said nice, kind words. I have not seen Michael in years. You know,
1: um,
3: it's one of those things I'm sure I'll be like, you know, getting a smoothie and he'll walk into Jamba Juice. Uh, um, But I haven't. You know, I wish him well. He was super fun, good times. I had a great time working with him on Loving. Um, But I haven't. I haven't seen him in years.
5: Well, i tell you what, I, I uh, like I said, I've adored you for years, and I, I just think you're absolutely incredible on in General Hospital and, and keep up the great work, and, and thank you so much for, for uh, minding my mad questions for a couple of minutes.
3: Oh, uh, thank you. Thanks for calling in.
5: Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, Navelle. Thanks, Brandon. Take care, man.
2: Speaking of Vancouver, we have a Vancouver caller, which I think will be our last one of the night. Vancouver. Okay. Vancouver, you're on the line. How are you? Three six zero Vancouver. Or just don't answer
4: me. (laughs) All right. Or change your mind.
2: I guess so. So I guess someone else will be the final caller of the night. Caller from Maryland is on the (laughs) line. Hey, I'm from Maryland.
1: Maryland. Hello. Hello. Uh, Hi, this is Kirsten calling from um, Bethesda, kind of near where Laura Wright is from, I think.
3: Yeah, you're not too far from where I was born and raised.
1: Well, it's so good to talk to you, Laura. Thanks for taking my call, you guys.
3: You're
1: welcome. Um, I had a question about. Uh, I had a question about Carly. She's kind of burned some bridges uh, with a couple people in town. She she kind of has lost Olivia. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind of. I mean, she's kind of lost Olivia. Like, that was, like, maybe the first female friend she's had in a while, and she's backstabbing Lulu, and Michael doesn't really so seem to be fond of her plan. <laughs> <laughs> so is is Finnelly going to be kind of her only go-to, or who's going to kind of, you know, Be there to help her with her plans.
3: Fan of women. Carly's not a big fan of other women. They might be a problem for her down the road, as we see (laughs) (laughs) has quickly happened. I guess right now, Spinelli and Jason. Jason's been the only constant. And and I don't know. I think I think that down the road we'll have to see something. Somewhat change with Lulu, you know. I can't imagine that if Lulu goes through a really bad situation, and I don't know if they're writing anything. I, I have have no idea. I'm just saying that if times were tough and Lulu found herself down and out, I can't imagine that Carly wouldn't then become the fierce protector of Lulu. You know, she's,
1: she's gonna, gonna let, let that go, go.
3: but you can't. But
1: she's gonna let that go.
3: I don't know if it's called let it go it's like i i can mess up your life and i'm not gonna let anybody else do it you know <laughs> i got a good reason for being pissed at you because you didn't you know i'll never and i and i hold on to it all the time is that and i had great dialogue um and they really gave me great meaning is when she went to lulu and begged her to tell her where michael was, and she's like i just can't and then the second that she thought dante was in trouble she comes to Carly begging for Carly's help, and it's like, wow, cuz. Right. Where were you when I needed your help? You know, it's like, how's it feel? It kind of
1: sucks. Yeah. Except I was
3: first this kid, and you've known this guy for six months.
1: So, Yeah. But she, she always said, has God. jacks in her <laughs> corner, right? Uh,
3: she always has jacks in her
4: corner. Yeah, I mean...
3: Uh, <laughs> When he, well, I, you mean, like, Jax is on her side?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, Jax, I mean, Jax is kind of always, they kind of find a way to, like, find their way back to each other, Carly and Jax, even though, oh, like, yeah. Carly. I mean,
3: um, I, I love Carly and Jax. I love working with Ingo. I think I think they're funny. Fun. We always call it whenever we can, we try and make them the Rachel Ross at daytime. We like to be funny and quirky, um, even though that's not really what daytime is. So sometimes it doesn't always work. <laughs> it makes for a fun day at work, but it might not work in the story. Um, yeah, I mean, um, I, yes, Ingo, our Jax is a part of Carly's life. Yeah, I mean that's you'll see that in the next couple weeks. Um, can you hear my kids screaming in the background? <laughs> I swear they're they actually like each other. Um, but. Uh, I don't know. I just don't think that Carly, you know, I don't think Carly cares if she has any friends outside of the people she cares about. You know, like the fact that her and Olivia aren't friends anymore, um, I don't think she cares. You know, I, I don't, and, and I don't I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. I just, uh, you know, I, there's a very much a void, and I'll tell you why. When everything went down with Michael, everything mm-hmm. happened that Carly said was going to happen. You guys need to help me protect him. Sonny trusted Dante. did not tell Carly where they were. Look what happened. Olivia wouldn't help Carly. Lulu wouldn't help Carly. The only person who agreed with Carly and tried to help her was Jason. Okay. And everything she said that was going to happen, happened. They threw him under the bus. He got went to prison.
5: We all know what happened
3: there, even though we're not saying it. <laughs> um, and... And now everyone's like, oh, Carly needs to get over it. Like, what mother gets over it? Are you, you know, in Carly's world, you've got to be kidding me. I hate every single one of you because I was right. And now you guys all go on with your life. It's like after someone dies, you know, um, and I have to go this deep with it because I have to play her and justify the craziness that she does. Um, but, you know, after someone dies, they always say the hardest part is when everyone goes back to their life and then then reality sets in that someone's gone or that you've lost someone. Well, it was no different than what Carly went through. Everybody said, oh, God, sorry. Oh, boy, we didn't see that coming. I can't believe the judge did that. But then they go on to day-to-day, and then Carly has to think, my son every night is in jail and could be getting beat up, raped, or killed. Right. right? As everybody else is having sex with their new hot boyfriend that's a cop, and, you know, everyone's doing their things why Carly's kid is um in hell. So, you know what? I don't think she cares about her relationship with Lulu or Livy or anybody right now. I think what she cares about is Revenge. Back. <laughs> so but you know what I have to play it and think of it like that because it's she's my character to justify her actions. I can't I can't um I can't walk on the studio floor Um, critiquing her or judging her, by the time I get on the studio floor, I have to justify every word that comes out of her mouth. And to me, that's the fun part of playing Carly. (laughs) It makes for um, psychotic moments for Laura. No, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, (laughs) that is the good time of playing Carly.
1: Well, thank you. Question. (laughs) You're welcome.
2: Thanks so much.
3: This one's so that, that made sense, right?
2: Yeah, it does. And I can't believe it's been an hour already. Seriously. I
3: know. Thank you so much. And I'm I'm I am i am i am sure I'm sure I'm a gabber, I'm so sorry.
2: Oh, please. It's fun. We like gabbers here. It makes it more interesting. Are you kidding me? And we'd love to have you back on any time. <laughs> it so, makes no your now. job
3: easier, right?
2: Oh, it sure does. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, we love having All right, on my time.
3: husband has my dinner on the table, and I've got to get my daughter's bag packed for camp. They go away for a back-to-school camping trip. So thank you so much, and I thank all the people that called in and and uh, had questions.
2: Absolutely. And they'll <laughs> continue to ask questions to you on Twitter. So, uh, yes,
3: please. Okay.
2: Yes, absolutely. Have fun being a mom. Have fun being Carly. And anything else I forgot? Have fun drinking wine. There it is.
4: Okay.
1: <laughs> all right. Care. Bye.
2: Bye-bye. Well, all right, everybody. Thank you so much, you guys, for calling in into the show. We had like uh, we had a great time. I loved you guys uh, for calling in into the show. We're going to be back on tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Of course, I had to push it back a half an hour this is from Father Coffee because I just found out. I have a dentist appointment tomorrow. Oh boy. Yeah. Pray for me that I don't get um any case found in my mouth again like I did well six months ago. So, um cross your fingers. But uh <laughs> uh that's gonna wrap it up for tonight. We're gonna be back on tomorrow at five thirty PM Eastern. Miss Lane Davies, I'm looking forward to talking to him. And I wanna thank you guys so much for tuning into the show tonight with with Laura Wright from General Hospital. Follow her on Twitter at L all right? See you guys next time. I can't play my outro for it because it grayed out, and now I can't do it, so it's now I'm going to end flatly. <laughs> I love you guys anyway. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. And am Neville Lee, making sure you guys get the latest buzz. with Buzz with the radio. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care.